Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Let's Get to Know You, a podcast about learning about people you don't know who I might know, uh, this time I do know, but I don't know a whole lot about, and this is a shitty ass intro because I'm tired, it's like 11 in the morning, it's my day off, and I I just did not wake up early on my day off, however, this time it's actually worth it <laughs> because I have the opportunity to sit down and talk to someone who I would say is a friend, uh, who I've been wanting to learn a lot more about, who I've met through my fiance. Cool as fuck out of all the people that I've met from him. He's all got cool friends. This one, cool as shit. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary people in between, welcome to the show, Ty J Taylor. Hello. Insert applause. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Ooh. Ooh, this is I thought fun. it was a good intro. Thank you, thank you. You're gonna have like minimal energy, me, but like attempting to be the best me right now. So hey, it's the morning. It's all I can ask for, you know. Yeah, <laughs> y'all may notice my voice may be slightly deeper. <laughs> That's literally it. It's still the same bullshit though. So uh, still on the same uh, bullshit out here. Oh, bro, always on that bullshit. <laughs> so, so let's get started, Tajay. Let's talk about you. So, um. I know you through Francois slash Pierre, mm-hmm. same person. He wants to go by different names, so I respect it. Even though that's still really his like full ass name anyway. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but so let's let's talk about you. So where are you from? Um, so I'm from Chicago. You know, born and raised on the West Side. And then, you know, I think about like middle school, I moved out in the suburbs. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Where on the West Side? Um, so like Close to like well, like Melrose Park and like Chicago Lab, like around that area. Mm, okay, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to spend a lot of time on the West Side, but I was mostly in like Pilsen. Mm, so okay. like I know kind of where Chicago's at, but like Melrose Park, I like Melrose Park is so weird because like it's the city, but it doesn't feel like the city. Right, like it, it's 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 its own little bubble when it comes to it, you know. Yeah. It's a pretty dope area over there, though. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. No, like, I, like, when I was, like, in the city, you know, I was little, so I didn't really get to go around or go out and do anything, you know? Mm, Especially because, like, like, when I was little, my parents would be, like, overprotective. Well, not overprotective, but reasonably protective because it was the city. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's valid because this was, what, the 90s, right? Oh, yeah. Like, born in 94. And yeah, like being being young around that time, being you know, you're not running around in the streets and not really doing anything. You're a kid, you know. Yeah, dude. Especially like on the like the west and south sides of Chicago during the nineties. Oh yeah. I, f- I feel like the biggest fear was like you could be like four, go outside and be like some man instead of abducting you would be like, hey yo, you want to join a gang? Fucking for, for real, like five year olds and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you so, know. I mean, it's valid. Gladly, gladly it did happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that would have been a whole different tie at this point. Oh, for real. I, I mean, you know, being that you know I'm from the city, and then like you know I, I grew up out in the suburbs. You know, being me is a whole it's a whole different thing because you know at times I still I feel like I'm connected with the city, but disconnected at the same time because i'm not you know i don't hang out with people from the city i'm not you know 
of the thing, but I I still feel connected to it because it's my city. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you're connected to your roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So so okay. So then you, what? How old would you say you were when you moved out to the suburbs? Um, I think yeah. So I said middle school, so sixth grade to seventh. So I was around. Okay. Yeah, I, and I, you you guys moved to the northwest suburbs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like close to the Rolling Meadows, around that area. Because I think okay. my yeah my first. Yeah, when I went to middle school, it was I'm trying to remember the name of town, but it, it was it was a good place, Mount Prospect. There we go. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. so I have to say, I feel like this is just me speculating, but I feel like coming from the west side of Chicago, going to the northwest suburbs. Because keep in mind, I'm from the west suburbs, mm-hmm. and the first time I had ever been in the northwest suburbs was when I went started dating Francois. And mm-hmm. that shit is a whole different fucking world. Oh, so man, I, can, I don't even know. Dude, I can imagine coming from the city to that, mm-hmm. you had to have some struggles growing up. I mean, it was just, I think, just learning the the different dynamics. And I think, like, that's where I really learned where, like, you know, the, the code switching. Because mm-hmm. when whenever, you know, coming from the city, you talk a certain way, people look at you different, you know? People look at you like, ah, like, you know, they don't want to mess with you. But then you start going like, ah, you clean up your words, clean up your pronunciation. But, oh, you know, people want to be a friend now. They, yeah, that's a, just, that's a big thing in those communities. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it. I I had no trouble making friends, you know, growing up. Like, somewhat sociable. But, you know, just being that I never really went out in the city or did anything. I always felt like a little sheltered in my life, you know, and always like I, you know. Maybe I shouldn't go out and do this. Maybe I shouldn't go out and do this. But, you know, that's just me also fighting with trying to not be shy, trying to grow and, you know, trying to get to know people. Would you say, because now, let's see, you're 94, you and Francois, you're all the same age. So you're 25, mm-hmm. right? 26. Right. Yeah. 26. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that how this works? How old Wait, wait, because he just turned twenty-five. So, did he really? Mm, are maybe. you twenty-six? Because shouldn't you be turning either twenty-four or twenty-five? Well, no, you should be it's twenty. It's twenty-twenty. I'm pretty sure I'm twenty-six. <laughs> Hold up, this math, this math don't seem right. But once again, it's early as fuck. Right. I'm because because I know. Oh shit! Yeah. That is twenty-six. He, is he twenty-six? I mean, he might be. We might we might all be doing the math wrong. I don't know. Dude, I don't know because the, the calculator <laughs> says twenty six, but I'm four years older than him. So was what, he born m- what month was he born in? Uh, March. No, January, March, April, May, June, July, August, August. Uh, it's like the yeah. month before mom. That's all I remember. And yeah, he should have turned twenty six this year. Dude, that doesn't that. Then I think he might have been born in ninety five. Maybe. Because, wait, 91, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, he's born in 95. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this podcast isn't about him. He already had a fucking about you. <laughs> so, um, my question is, since you said you didn't have a lot of experience in the city, would you say that, like, in your older age, you had more opportunity to go back out there and explore? Or did you oh, ever yeah. just, like, really stay in that suburbs? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think um, it, it definitely didn't come until after uh, I went. Because... I went, you know, I grew up in the suburbs, I went to high school, and then instead of going to college, I ended up going to the military, 
So I went to the U.S. Navy. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so going to the Navy and then, like, you know, just kind of growing up, going through my own little spelunking adventures from there, you know, I came back and was able to, like, you know, go around and be an adult in the city, you know, just kind of go around, hanging out, talking to people. And it was definitely, it was definitely, like, because I've always had this, like, you know, you always have a picture of how you see things and how you see people in your head before you actually see them. You know what I mean? Like, preconceived notions and all that stuff. And I I definitely feel like, you know, me going back to the city, me going back and looking at everything over again, just like, you know, cleared up some of my, some of the views or some of the, you know, some of the things I've like thought of, of people. And I think it's just, you know, like me giving people or I'm trying to word this right. Hmm. I think yeah, now, now I don't know. <laughs> No, dude, it's fine. Just, just speak freely, because you know, as much as much as I as much as I love the city, as much as I love you know being there, there's mm-hmm. you know a whole lot of, you know happening. There's whole is there's also there's all these reasons why people are you know stuck there. When I say stuck, you know, being that you know you. You have to live or have to work a nine to five to, to keep on going. But like, you know, you have, you know, there's people that want to be out of the city because of the area, because of how yeah. crime is and how you know gangs are. And just remembering my parents, you know, they moved out of the city because of that same reason, because it was just too dangerous. And I don't know, I just, it, it makes me want it made me want to come back and like try to change things and try to be a, you know, uh, something for good. But I've never, I have still, still haven't found my, uh, my niche or how I'm going to do it yet. I just feel like I might be able to do it with my words, which is why I'm on podcast. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, it's, it is hard. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. Chicago. Yeah. As much as I will always protect that city and mm-hmm. defend people from saying it's Chirac, it's the murder right. capital of the world, which I mean, it is kind of Chirac depending on where you at. Uh, however, it is not the fucking murder capital. There's like Correct. cities that are worse ranks than us. However, with everything happening, it is just so hard to make an impact in that city. Yeah. But the thing is, it's the fact that like you're attempting to do so is the most important part of it. You know? Yeah. Very true. Very true. I think that's pretty I think that's pretty great. I feel like with time you'll definitely achieve some of these goals. Yeah. I just with with you know, with my with my voice, you know, being that, you know, I'm I consider myself a transplant into the suburbs, but at the same time it's like I don't know if I'm connected enough with the people to be able to try to speak for them. You know what I mean? So I want to be able to learn more and, you know, get more connected with the community. Have you ever considered like when you get older running for like 
what is it like a, a alderman or a ward person see, or something see i've i've considered that i've definitely considered going for office i just my thing is i always feel like yeah you know, man people people don't know me nobody's gonna vote for me <laughs> and that mm. and like always you know that my my thoughts will keep me you know sitting down before i like i could stand up i i feel like i definitely could it's just a matter of how <laughs> You know, I feel you. It it takes time. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's this uh, this woman I went to high school with, and I'm super excited to say this when I talk to people. It's kind of like a like a little flex. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman that I went to school with actually, uh, she's a state representative right now. Oh, that's really cool. And she's she's like 28 years old. Um, I always vote for her. Um, I may still be registered to vote in a county that I don't live in anymore because I have not adjusted my, my residency. Uh, <laughs> however, she's still getting them both. <laughs> <laughs> I still live at my mom's house when I feel like it. But anyway, hey, we all dude, really yeah, do. It's just, <laughs> it just takes like, you know, like it takes steps and it's just figuring out what those steps are. True, true. But before we develop too much into that, because that's supposed to be our last topic, is like future goals and ambitions. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. We was just, we was like, fuck the rest of this shit. Let's just go to <laughs> so, Throw um, that away. <laughs> bro, actually, okay, high key, when I first did my first episode with uh, Francois, there was a little syllabus, a little, <laughs> little uh, fucking step by step guy. Right. And then episode two, I was like, this shit's stupid. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I feel like. <laughs> and it's been more of a free form conversation than that. Uh, which is why, like, his episode feels way different than every other episode mm-hmm. of the show. Which, so I, which I, I, I did, I wanted to say, I did, take a, I did take a minute to listen to a lot of your other episodes. And I do like them. They were very good. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I feel like, let me pull out some professional work terms real quick. Ooh. It's about the human connection. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Establishing relationships and Ooh. rapport. An effort to drive results. Get the results you need today. This shit is so stupid. <laughs> all right. So, okay. So, all right. Let's, let's get back to this. So, like, right. you grew up, you went to middle school and high school in Rolling Meadows. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you say that was? Because, like, I know that, like, growing up in a more like black and latinx community mm-hmm. my high school was like vastly different than your high oh, school oh man like like i heard y'all be having these things that people talk about called clicks yeah i never witnessed that shit a day in my life but i heard it actually exists oh i mean you know it i feel like it didn't really get heavy until high school and then it, here's why my, my my experience diverges from even rolling meadows because I went to Roll Meadows for one year, freshman year, and then I moved to Wheeling, which is a whole adds another layer to my transplant thing because you know it just kind of put me places. <laughs> yeah, but you know my experience because the the middle school I went to pretty much partnered with the high school that you know with Roll Meadows, so all the people that I knew from middle school moved there, and so the the friend group that I built up, you know, the some of the people I knew, even the girlfriend I dated still went to that school. Mm. So, you know, okay, that's hard. Yeah, it was it was definitely difficult. I think uh with with Rolling Meadows, I definitely see the click thing. It it was it was definitely heavy because there was it was definitely the the popular kids and then, you know, the people you don't, you know, 
and all the different social stratospheres you had in school, the, the sports kids, the jocks, the varsity, you, you know, all that. So yeah, I, I was definitely a part of both, you know, both groups that I was a part of were, I would say definitely like outcast, weird, nerd, you know, it's, it's kind of my niche. <laughs> okay. Because, but I mean, you, you persevered through all of that. Oh yeah. But you know, I, I, I like this. I like to feel like, you know, like a lot of a lot of like my life you know like people haven't really like you know treated me differently at least not to my face you know Mm -hmm. you know at least not for like you know who I am at least not that I know but I I've I feel like I've, I've had a good experience when it comes to a lot of a lot of things now I'm off topic (laughs) But what were no, we talking about? Fine. I mean, we're talking, we're talking about like you growing up in those areas right, right. Uh, and doing high school. But honestly, that's not off topic because you actually hit the um, topic of preconceived notions ah. and how it's actually good that you were not treated differently because of those. Because them things be fucking people up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like a lot. You know, a lot of your life, especially like growing up black, growing up, you know, you you see your parents tell you exactly what to look for, you know? Growing like, me being six or seven, my parents sit me down like, look, okay, it sucks, but there's racism in this world. People suck, and that's just, you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> and with all the, the lessons that come, you know, come with that, you know, how to talk to police and how to do that, you, you start to look at the world in not a fearful way, but definitely, like, more... I don't want to say precocious because it's just complicated. Uh, definitely, like, I think precocious is going to be the word I use there. <laughs> I mean, it works. Yeah. But, you you know, growing up like that, looking, you know, and then me moving to the suburbs where I had, you know, Rolling Meadows, that community was definitely more Black and Latino. But then there's dev- still like a slew more white people, <laughs> just way more. And you know that still happened over in uh, it's still over in Wheeling where there was still more uh, bigger Latino community than black, which barely any black people. But then way more white people. Mm, yeah, I've I've noticed that when I go out there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. <laughs> It's it's there. It's obvious, but you know, <laughs> hey, what can you do? Yeah, I mean, but mm, diversify. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, you know that I never experienced anybody like you know coming at me in any messed up way. At least not in my younger years, <laughs> you know. And yeah, and I mean that's honestly a blessing. Because not everyone has that opportunity. Not, would you say opportunity? or uh, Not everyone has that luxury. Yeah, definitely out, luxury. Definitely. Because. Well, you mean, you know, unless you're like not a person of color, then it's a fucking norm for you. Yeah. That's a whole different subject. <laughs> That's what we call privilege. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. It's like not having to deal with preconceived notions when you walk through the door. Wow, that's wild. <laughs> But yo, this feels like a whole ass like fucking high school lecture. Like, yo, we're gonna learn about 
preconceived notions today in sociology. <laughs> Here's today with your teacher, Mr. Taylor. <laughs> Shit. But really, though, like, Ooh, Lord. And, and I think, you know, me, me being isolated also, you know, when it, back on preconceived notions, me being isolated and, you know, being like a, what I would call an internet baby, you know, like you, you just learn a slew and a bunch of new information just from scrolling on your little iPhone or, you know, your little, what we had, uh, iPod touches back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And me being on Tumblr or Facebook, just growing up on the internet, you know? It's just. All right. Okay. Tumblr. I forgot. Tumblr was like, for me, Tumblr was kind of like my later teenage years. Mm. But I feel like Tumblr for you was like central teenage years. I feel like that's. It's definitely when like I. The world kind of opened up for me a little bit, you know, because at that point I had, you know, I had Facebook. I had the internet, right? But, you know, you get on Tumblr and it's a whole different experience. You got aesthetics and, like, art and people that post, you know, fandoms and and complete, like, fan fiction, you know? And and it's a completely different world. People could express themselves and just put freely. It was was hella porn on there for a second, which ruined it. Did it ruin it? Because I feel like when Yahoo bought it out and the porn got taken away, everyone was pissed. I no, like I mean everybody was pissed because it was a good it was I wouldn't say ruin it, but I'd say like it definitely turned it from from just Tumblr to like well, I don't want to say just Tumblr because what does it mean? It it definitely turned it from just like art and aesthetics to I don't know, it because even porn on there wasn't regular porn. It was like gifts, and some of it was artful, some of it wasn't, obviously. But some of it was yeah, really nice. Like, like Tumblr was the place you could find that really neat. Yeah, porn. like the the stuff that's like the sensual like, stuff, you know. Yeah, like I remember. Um, do you remember the Legend of? Korea? Oh, yes. Dude, I used to find Bolin porn on there all <laughs> the fucking time. Bolin is like. <laughs> like Bolin is a good character. Like I love him as a character, but he's not something you would you would be like, oh, let's look for porn for Bolin. But yeah, like, I mean, it just showed up when I was in that tag. But also, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it was also a place for like where sex workers were kind of just getting started and mm-hmm. they could promote their stuff. So it was kind of good. For oh them, yeah, you know. And then yeah, then Yahoo was like, nah, no more. Right. And. Yeah. I, I never, I never agreed with that step because it, Tumblr was what it was at that point. Like, why change it? You're just gonna ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Have you logged into Tumblr no. lately? No. <laughs> oh, dude. No. So the thing about Tumblr, Tumblr is that app that, like, if you get a new phone and you restore a backup, Tumblr is like, we know you don't know your password, so we're gonna automatically let you log in. <laughs> And then whenever you click on it, half the icons are, like, blurred out. If you go to someone's profile, it'll be, like, this page may contain things that you don't want to see when you click on it. And then everything is gone except for if you scroll down, like, six posts, you'll see, like, one regular thing. But the worst part is if you go into, like, the stuff that you would, like, what was, like, you would hard it to like it, right? You will cringe, and I promise you, you will cringe at what you used to be into when you were, like, that young. (sighs) I I mean like let me try to think when did I even last out of Tumblr because I, I 
I think I last logged into Tumblr maybe, before, yeah, before the Navy. So I was in high school still. I, I think I was. See, like I was still actively watching Supernatural <laughs> at that point. <laughs> oh my god, that fucking fandom was so big. Up yes, there. yes, it um, was. You. All right, you're gonna hate me, but I actually, <laughs> I actually was like, you know what? Let me open Tumblr real quick. I found a SpongeBob meme. It's kind of funny, but everything else in here is like, it still has that weird aesthetic. But I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And these posts are like being posted from like some people are still posting from like October 5th is pretty oh. relevant for what's on here right I now. I mean, hey, at least it's still being used. You know, shout out to Tumblr for the win. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, for me, I think the last thing that I would really be on there for was, like, all the Steven Universe right. stuff, because the fandom there was Oh, huge. yeah. I think, I definitely feel like if I go back on there, I'm definitely going to join it back for the fandoms that I'm probably into now. You know, some of the stuff, like, uh, like Chronicles of Sabrina, one of my favorite shows that I've been into. Ooh, I've never heard oh, of that one. It's, it's about Sabrina the Teenage Wisp, but teenage witch but it's a twist it, you know like put it in today and it's a it's it's more mm. scary it's more like you know more satanic in a way okay that's actually oh it's cool. it's one of my favorites um did you ever watch uh this the new the chilling adventures of serena chilling adventures i is that that one's the it's one on a, netflix right i maybe i may have been talked about that one but i just said it wrong Yes, you. I highly recommend watching that one. I know, I'm, is it? Um, it's like three seasons of it, right? On Netflix, Chilling Adventures. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely watched it. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely part Ooh, of it. Okay, all right. Okay, we need to take a break, but before we do, I found, <laughs> I found one of my favorite audio posts on Tumblr, okay. and I would like to share it with you yeah. and the audience. Um, <laughs> it's you've watched yeah. Pokemon, right? Is basically just someone doing like a dub of like their version of Meowth <laughs> and listen to this shit. So long, twerp. Pikachu belongs to us now. Yeah, you fuckhead. <laughs> hey, whoa, Meowth, let's go get a little bit Eat shit and die. <laughs> Fuck, Honestly, okay, that could have. That's, that's my favorite part. That could have been Meowth. You, you had me tricked. <laughs> oh, dude, people were good back oh. then. All right, y'all. So. We gotta take a break. We'll be back in, I don't know, the next whatever. Listen to the ad. I don't know how long it is. It's probably the same ad because I haven't recorded any new ones. Boom. All right, y'all. And we're back. Um, over our break, we had some technical difficulties, but they're clearly fixed. And we discovered um, the Chronicles of Sabrina and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina are the same show. We were literally talking about the same show. So <laughs> please do not come up to me and say, you know that y'all were talking about the same show because I've addressed it. We are done. Um, <laughs> it's a good show, though. Uh, so we are coming into uh, the last couple sections of the show. Uh, the current portion of the show is... What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, we talking about the current you because we spent a big chunk of time talking about you growing up, which is fine. But let's talk right. about the current you. Um, I think you're pretty great. Uh, <laughs> I, I think 
the way that I met you, if I'm remembering right, as I was hanging out with Francois one night, and he goes, hey, can you uh, take my friend to work? And I had barely knew him, but I was super nice back then. But in my head, I was like, the fuck this nigga just asked me to do? <laughs> but like, but like, I was like, whatever, we're already out here. It's fine. Um, right. And it was like, I think, because no, or was, we were picking you up from work. We were mm-hmm. picking you up from work. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because we were literally right at fucking Woodfield Mall. So I was like, all right, it's mm-hmm. fine. So I remember I picked you up and I was like, who is this nigga? And then we had like a conversation and I was like, oh, okay, I think I might enjoy this person. And then I think I saw you again like half a year later or some shit. And I was like, oh, no, yeah. I fucks with him. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, was that was that in your new apartment, right? Um, or was that before that? Dude, I don't remember. That shit was so long ago. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm, 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 I'm remember, I remember thinking about like you know the first time like I met you. I, I think was it wasn't the first time I met you. The first time I met Mina as well. Um, maybe. So then you know it might have been in that apartment because like you came with everybody and you brought that like girl like the teacher lady you were dating at the time oh gosh maybe maybe oh. that was back then that's why i blocked it out because i remembered her okay yeah <laughs> see i don't really remember her but i remember somebody made it like we were playing a game and one of the jokes was about mm. killing kids in a classroom and they were like oh, <laughs> uh are you gonna be okay with this joke <laughs> and that's the only reason i can remember like that but i remember we like literally played um we played like jackbox and shit mm-hmm. and then y'all were I getting high that. on my porch and i was like i don't smoke weed i can't do that and here we are <laughs> a fucking year later and now i'm like doing dabs with y'all and shit Woo-hoo. progression <laughs> we call that yeah, growth yeah. everyone <laughs> yeah i was just literally waiting for it to be legal because like i don't know growing up my brother was a drug dealer and i didn't really want any mm-hmm. part of that so once I mean, it was legal I honestly mean, i mean honestly yeah like m- looking at it morally you know just being able to like smoke and not feel bad about it is kind of it's just nice, you know, because you you don't feel like you're like hiding anything. Being that it's legal now, it's like oh hey, cool, I can just I can just smoke, which yeah, I I do a lot. I, I will I will give you that. <laughs> um, I I kind of want to say same. Uh, quarantine <laughs> has fucked me up. I was smoking like every oh, day. Man. And now yeah. it's like I haven't smoked in like two weeks and I feel chill. I'm trying to you know, just like cut back because that shit's expensive. Oh, yeah. No, it definitely it definitely adds up after a while. And then, you know, feeling tolerance after a while, you get just used to the same amount. So now you're just hitting them mm-hmm. more. So it, there's a yeah, whole dude. lot to it. Because like when all we had to pay for was like rent and then that's basically mm-hmm. it because like wasn't shit open and you couldn't spend your money nowhere anyway. Yeah. It was like, all right, this is fine. And so, now that oh, shit's now back more to normal, well, quote unquote normal. Now it's like we can do shit again. It's like ah, now it's yeah. expensive. a little pricey. Yeah. And and this whole climate with Corona has been weird. You know, like I've been going just not going through it with the job, but like you know, just going in and out because there's been you know the, the scares kind of like where I thought I had it, but I didn't really have it. Mm, and it's like yeah. and it's. And then the symptoms are so weird because you're like, oh, uh, a persistent cough. You might you might feel horrible. Just just so you know, you might might be in pain. But hey, it might also not be it. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, what? this is wild. 
the, one of the <laughs> like the wildest ones that I did not know until we started doing our security like check questions. Did mm-hmm. you know unexpected diarrhea is a sign of corona? Yep. Yep. And and the like, last what? last few days, I was questioning, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> Bro, yo, this is too hectic. What's happening?" <laughs> Dude, we've made jokes, like, there'll be times where we'll go to, like, Taco Bell for lunch and someone gets, like, you know, Taco Bell shits. And they're oh. just like, yo, can we get away with this to go home? Mm-hmm. But I feel like my manager would be like, no, you know why you have diarrhea. You went to no, Taco you, Bell. You know why. That's <laughs> fucking expected diarrhea. For real. That, that's, that's, that, that there's planned. You have it on a schedule. <laughs> I've seen you order that extra large Baja Blast with no ice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you had extra cheese on that chalupa. I saw it. Uh, we found the receipt in the garbage can. We'll see what you do. <laughs> uh, okay. Before we just start fucking around. Um, okay. So, current day Taijay. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, tell, tell us about you. Like, what you like to do, what you're into. Maybe this would have been a better way to start the show. I don't fucking know. I'm realizing I mean, this now. I mean, hey. We just, we, free form means free form. We're getting to it. <laughs> Bro, I was like, wait, this isn't that ABC sh- channel with uh, Gronish on it. Right? Oh, but I, I do love them. I, oh, I love them so much. <laughs> oh, ha- have you listened to Chloe and Haley, like their album? No, I've, I've I know their album was out. I I listened to part of it. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I do. Listen All I'm to saying, it. listen to Ungodly Hour and do it because I was like, oh damn, y'all really can't sing. All right, like I mean, they, I knew they could, but I was like, I didn't. Right, the, the talent is on display. Yeah. The talent is it's, really it's out a good there. Album. All right, no, I already yeah, always no. knew that they were really talented. I saw they 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 work with a they did a remix with I think. 10 other people. It was like City Girls on it, Doja. Oh, that one? Yeah. You, I did not like that one. I, I mean, was... I like Doja's part. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, see, I can't, I can't with Doja Cat. But oh. here's the thing about it. Do you remember, because there was like, what, like 90 people on this, but mm-hmm. do you remember when Buster Rhymes <laughs> made Touch It? But he would always have like, oh, he would have six different versions. Thing, watch it dirty. Yeah. Yes. But yes. E- each different version would have like an additional 10 other artists on it. There's one with fucking Mary J. Blige on it. She's <laughs> rapping. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, that's like, that's what that song reminded me of because there were so many people on it. Yeah. <laughs> Those old school remixes with like 20 people on it, you know, five of them. It's like, uh, some I of mean, them really hit the spot. Some of them were like, you know, you're overdoing this, right? You know, you know, this is too much. <laughs> but I think one of them had Missy in it, and I was like, all right, hold up. Take, I, I mean, bring it. but Missy never misses. Uh, that's my thing. Mm. Did I don't think I ever told you about this, but there was one year where like <laughs> I was going to the city with somebody, and Francois was there, and he was like, uh, I don't think I know who Missy Elliott is, <laughs> and when I tell you. <laughs> I was gonna drive the car off the fucking highway and kill all. <laughs> but we um we had like this like forty minute experience, and he goes like, "Oh, I know all these songs," and I was like, "You better have I you better have. you." It's, it, it and it's funny too that you think about that as like there's songs you you know but you don't know. You just got to hear it to know it for the first time. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, did you know how there was the that versus challenge? It was like what. Gladys Knight and oh yeah, uh, Patty Labelle or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, I was like, I don't know none of Gladys Knight songs, and then I was just watching it, and I was like, oh, I know these songs. So you go, oh, I know all of these. Like, oh, I, I, I them. And it's like you're like, oh man, I don't know these. And then you're listening, and it's like, man, I know all the words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks to growing up black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> growing up. All black. right. So which okay. So I'm, get, I'm gonna get back into what I what I'm into. Okay, I will say we're getting way off topic. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, but, thank uh, you for trying to rein it in because that's what I was also trying to do. <laughs> I was thinking about so, it yeah. halfway in my like, huh. But right, so, yeah. what I'm into. So, so you. Mm-hmm. I late well, for the last couple of years, I, I've been out of the Navy. I've been, you know, trying to find you know find something that I'm really, really passionate about that, that I really want to get into as a career. Because being in the Navy, I, you know, I was happy, partially. You know, I, I loved being there. I love, you know, the, the opportunities I was allowed was, you know, wonderful. I worked as an aviation electrician and then ended up deciding to, well, not deciding to. I ended up getting out because of a whole different reason I don't really want to get into right now. You can kind of. That's your personal choice. Well, it's your personal choice to not get into the reason. I'm not saying it like I never right. happened. But right. the thing is with this, you can talk about whatever you want and whatever you're comfortable talking about. So if that's not a thing, it ain't got to be a thing. Big preach. Big appreciate it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. After I got out of the Navy, I wanted to, you know, basically talk myself, you know, I, I feel like part of it, I was kind of lost because a lot of part of my life I've been doing things where I think would have been good, you know, where I think people would have liked me for doing, or I think would have been a positive thing. But the last couple of years, I've just been kind of, you know, consuming content for one, you know, as we all are, but trying to stay, you know, trying to stay on top of what's going on today, especially like politics. That's what's really drawn my interest is, like for the past year, I've just been swallowed up and trying to learn about, you know, just the ins and outs of it, even though a lot of it's just, uh, <laughs> and that's how I describe it. Literally just that groan, just, uh, because just the pol- one politicians, you know, when it seems like, you know, people are so callous and they don't care mm-hmm. and it just really throws me off. Oh, that's like the state of everything right now. Yeah, everything. yeah. So that's that's probably one reason why I, you know, part of me wanted to be a politician, wanted to start getting into that world because one of how hopeless it looks and how hopeless it seems, and I want to be, want to try to be that beacon of hope. I just don't know what form it's going to be yet. I mean, hey, you are you are still young. You are twenty six. Uh, you have the rest of your life ahead of you and you probably will live a long time and you will look young for a long time things are genetics so you kind of have that going That'll, you have that going for you you know the, uh, yeah, the whole black don't crack thing for real it's mm-hmm. real <laughs> I mean it's not everybody because I've seen some ugly motherfuckers yeah. but it's, different story it's just a bit of how you take care of your body and then even then geneticism might not even be on your side Mm-hmm. That's the truth right there. But you know Ain't it the truth. 
other than that, um, I I play video games a lot. You know, I've been working on building my channel. Um, I don't. Ooh, have a, building your channel. Yeah, I don't don't have a specific channel yet. I think I'm building it. <laughs> so, do you have a platform for this channel? Um, not yet, not yet, but I'm working on it. That's fine. Well, where where do you um where would you like to be at? Like, where do you see yourself at? Well, I've my entire you know social life has been you know living on uh like YouTube and everything, and I've been you know just in the gaming sphere there. So YouTube, maybe so Twitch. You... Okay, um, if you ever want like advice on streaming i used to stream on twitch oh yeah i totally got you oh yeah um but if you do youtube gaming give me a reason to actually use that service i'll check it out because mm-hmm. i'll never be on that one sorry <gasps> this this beanie boy like, it's the dog yeah i'm like i hear a dog in the background mm-hmm. he's it's totally fine he's a little excited so you might hear a little whining oh it's good just you know give him a pet for me oh i tell sean and katie i said shalom I already am, and I think they're both at work. So whenever they get back, I will let them know. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Wunderbar. <laughs> All right. So let's see where we at. We are. We kind of got to start reining in a little bit because we did a whole bunch of fucking sidetrack shit. I right. feel like when it comes to people that I really like, the conversations are never too structured. They're more so sidetracky because we just get into like friend conversations mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a good thing. <laughs> we, I'm not gonna um, lie, we got a lot we got very sidetracky. <laughs> we we really did. <laughs> um but I still gotta say the fact that both of us tried to rein it in at the same time, mm-hmm. that's synchronicity right there. Right. Syn- synchronicity. I don't know whatever the fuck. No no is. you I think um, you're right. Synchronicity. Okay. So yeah so I feel like let's see because I got a little bit about you because we I feel like while we talked about current you that kind of ties into what you want to do in the future, like where you see yourself. Right. But that's also a subject we talked about at the beginning of the show because we were like, fuck the structure. Yeah. So I think because of time constraints, because uh, we're probably going on at almost 40-ish minutes. Yeah. And you got to go to work soon, don't you? Yeah, about yeah another hour or so. I got to start getting ready. <laughs> yeah, I want to I give you time to still chill out and then get ready. So let's rein this in and finish this up. The last part of the show is called Taijay Soapbox. Oh. I mean, it's not called that, but it is right now because you're the guest. So it's like, yeah, it's currently your soapbox. soapbox. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to like have somebody named Shannon on here and be like, all right, Shannon, welcome to Taijay Soapbox. <laughs> what the fuck is that shit? So let's, uh, this part of the show, I want you to talk about something that you're passionate about. Um, this is like a time for you to get your voice out there and talk about something you believe in, you're passionate about. It could be something stupid, something serious. It's whatever. It's Yo Soapbox. Uh, well, sponsored by soap. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say passionate about it. I, maybe I am, but I wanted to because I listened to some of your, you know, some of your other episodes. So, like, one of I think your other friends, Dana. She one of her things was like mental health, and I I also kind of wanted to hit on that. Because mental health is oh yeah, let's go with yeah, it. mental let's health go. is super important. Like, especially in the times of today, like you know, everybody being so isolated, and, you know, they nobody can go out. I mean, now people are going out, people are doing whatever they want, but we still have to like 
make sure to take care of yourself, you know, put yourself on the pedestal so that nobody can take you off of it without you, you know? Yeah. Because self-respect is so important. A lot of, a lot of my life, I didn't, you know, know how important it was, you know, like I would be able, I would give my time and my effort and a lot of my energy to a lot of my friends and some of them would return it back and some of them wouldn't. And it took me a long time to realize who was there giving me back my energy. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you, you really have to cultivate. This is going to be deep. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you have to really cultivate those friends that, that give you back your energy whenever you go and say, like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do this for you. Hey, I'll, I'll do this. You know, maybe you'll turn around and they won't do something immediately, but they might the next day, hey, I got this for you. You know, it, it's the little things that people, you know, try to take when you have people that take care of you you know yeah it's the little details the details in my opinion is like one of my favorite things like just to focus on just the little things but yeah i don't know other than that i feel like oh i feel like the whole subject of like uh self-respect also ties into that like love yourself before anybody's gonna love mm-hmm. you notion you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. yeah for sure and i'm glad that you i'm glad you talked about that yeah no I'm, everybody everybody has to love themselves everybody you know because being where we are you know especially today like you you go on twitter and post a picture somebody's making fun of every single thing you have on you but then you you have to be able to love yourself for who you are you know like i I love when people go on you know, Twitter to post pictures of themselves. I love to see like body positivity. I love to see that shit. You know, I, I try to support it whenever I mm. can. Try to make sure you know you, mm-hmm. you are you, no matter what you look like or how you came in this world. You are beautiful and you are amazing. Fucking love it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I love it. Sorry that that like breath was not like an exhaust <laughs> breath i'm just i'm just still fucking no tired. i mean it's still the morning <laughs> bro it's now 12 10 in the oh you're right it's the morning has gone <laughs> yeah it's morning in my mindset but... that's how i feel I mean, it works <laughs> it works but hey so before we go i have a question because i forgot to ask it on one of my episodes and i gotta ask okay. again is there anywhere on the internet where you would like to be fi- found because i'm gonna take a photo of you well I'm going to find a photo right. of you and use it for the podcast and stuff, um, but I can link it to somewhere if you'd like me to link you somewhere. Otherwise, if you don't, that's fine. Well, I was going to say the only place that I'm really on right now, like as of a daily, um, is Twitter. So you can follow my handle at Music Junkie. It's spelled weird. M-U-S-Y-C-J-U-N-K-Y. And Okay, I'm typing that out right now. <laughs> Spell it again for yeah. me. M-U-S-Y-J-U-N-K pronounced music junkie oh okay sweet yeah and uh that's that's my current handle right now on twitter um if i do get any more socials i will let you know but i'm just hell yeah my my social strategy my social stratosphere has been like uh i'm here but i haven't been saying anything but i will start saying something soon that that's kind of how i've been (laughs) okay bet so yeah, but um, wait. 
I'm fucking stupid. I misspelled your handle because I'm trying to find you on Twitter. <laughs> Please tell me again. Hello? Ah, shit. Uh, did I lose you? I hear you. Uh, we- oh, thank God. I was like, I was like, fuck, do I have to edit this like this now? Because I lost No, it. no, you, I heard you say hello and I was confused. I was like, huh? <laughs> Wait. Okay, so I totally misspelled your handle because I'm trying to find you on Twitter so I can link okay. you properly. Let me just send it to you for that. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining the show and dealing with the rants and the shenanigans oh. and the chicanery. Thank you for having me. Uh, it, was, oh, it was a pleasure. I got to learn a lot about you, and I hope the audience learned something about someone they didn't know as well. So on this note, you go ahead and get to work. I'm going to go do whatever the fuck I have to go do today. And y'all listening can go do whatever y'all got to do. I don't know. Go to work. Go, to, go get a snack. I don't fucking know. Live Woo-hoo. your life. Uh, we out. Take care, Goodbye, y'all. world.